The key to sustainable leadership lies in the ability to thrive in uncertainty, ambiguity, and change. Grand Heron International brings you the Coaching Assistance Program, giving your employees on-demand coaching to manage through a challenging situation and arrive at a solution. Visit grandheroninternational.ca slash podcast to learn more. This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. Welcome to the Keep Leading Podcast, a podcast dedicated to promoting leadership development and sharing leadership insights. Here's your host, the Leadership Accelerator, Eddie Turner. All right. Well, it's been a little while since I've done this, but let me say hello, everyone. Welcome to Keep Leading Live. Keep Leading Live, like the Keep Leading Podcast, is dedicated to leadership development and insights. I'm your host, Eddie Turner. I work with leaders to accelerate performance and drive impact. And I do that primarily through the power of executive and leadership coaching, facilitation, and professional speaking. Today, we are live on LinkedIn, Facebook, and YouTube. So since we are live, I want to let you know to join our conversation with my guest and myself. You will be able to tell us where you're from, ask any questions that you have, and any other comments that you may want to make. Ask any questions that you have, and uh, we look forward to engaging you for the next 30 minutes. My guest is going to be Linus Akori. So if you're not already following Linus Akori online, I'll give him an introduction here in a second. You want to follow Linus Akori. And obviously, you can follow me at askeddyturner.com. And if you would like to get your friends involved in this conversation, hit the share button on whatever platform you're using, and then it will put it on your timeline so they can join us as well. If you like what you're hearing, we invite you to go ahead and hit the like button to let us know that you like what you're hearing. Today, we're going to talk about building leadership systems in your life. We'll talk about business as well, but specifically, we want to also make sure we can put that in our lives because leadership It's something that we are yearning for in every aspect around the world in different facets. And so we're going to talk about that today with a premier leadership expert. We're going to talk to one of Africa's leading leadership coaches. He's the founder of the Gottening Leadership Development Center, and he is a speaker and author. You're looking at him and the office that I envy. I want that office. Mr. Lyman Sikori, welcome to Keep Leading Live. Great. Absolutely. Great to be here. And great to connect with my friend, the great Eddie Turner. <laughs> well, Linus, tell, tell us about your background and all the things you've accomplished. Just give us a little history. 
Oh, okay, great. So 25 years ago, when I, I started a great vision called Gotney, Gotney Leadership Series, or Guardians of the Nation International, I, I just wanted to create a sound leadership capital for the continent of Africa. I realized that there has been huge deficit in leadership capital. As a result of that, things were going wrong in leadership development in the entire continent. So I just wanted to make a difference. So I created Gotney, and it's been 25 years after. So we are in the business of developing leadership capital. Hundreds of thousands of, of, of young people across the continent have benefited from our programs directly and millions through radio and television. So the whole idea is that we have officially set up an institution that will provide executive leadership education for those in political leadership as well and those in the business leadership in the West African hub. And we hope that uh, the Gotney Leadership Center is continuing providing Africa with the best of the best of leadership opportunities. For me, that is the best way to go. That is fantastic. And I understand that you've directly impacted 300,000, over 300,000 people through yeah. your work and millions, as you said, through television. Well, fantastic. I'm looking forward to talking with you and learning more. I want to welcome to our program, Lisa. Lisa's one of the top coaches in Houston. And I say that because she just completed her training at one of the top institutions. And she's just a phenomenal leader here. And so, Lisa, thank you for tuning in and thank you for letting us know that you are here. She's just a wonderful person. So glad to have Lisa as well as Ivania all the way from Colombia. So excellent. Ivania, thank you for joining from Colombia. Just love having people from around the world tuning in to our live program. Absolutely fantastic. So Lyons, you told us a little bit about your background. Tell us, tell our, our listeners who may not know how you and I met. <laughs> Very interesting. Um, I, I went to, you know, I went to Harvard, Harvard School, Kennedy School of Government, precisely. And I, in my class, the act and practice of leadership, you know, as a leadership coach from Africa, one of the things I've always looked forward to is every year I try, I do about three courses overseas. I mean, I travel and I go to the best of the best institutions and sit under some of the best teachers in the world. And this particular time I was at Boston, um, Harvard University, and right there in my class at the Act and Practice of Leadership, I met this great man in class. Oh, my God. And that's how we met. We met at Harvard. We met at Harvard. We did the what, Harvard Kennedy School program together. Absolutely. That's where we met. And it was a long period of, you know, connecting and networking and talking about the future and what we can do together. And I'm so excited that Editona right now is playing a major role in the Gotney Leadership Center as a faculty member in <laughs> Nigeria. 
Come on. I, I didn't know I was an official faculty member now. Okay, that's cool. Come on. Come on. That's, what, that's what is going on, man. Well, I've enjoyed uh, working with you all and the, the amazing leaders that you're producing uh, there at the Gottney Leadership. So just absolutely fantastic. And I'm going to talk about that a little bit more in just a second. Uh, let me say hello to someone else I met at Harvard. A couple years after you and I studied, I went back and I met uh, the amazing Marianne Schenk. And she is one of the top leaders in Switzerland. And she's in the finest world there in Switzerland. So thank you. We truly have an international audience tuning in today. We've got Colombia. We've got Switzerland. You're coming from Nigeria. And now let's bring it back to Cincinnati, Ohio. Kendall Wright has joined us. Kendall Wright's an amazing leader. So Kendall, we appreciate having you tune in with us as well. Absolutely wonderful. Now, at the Gottney Center, you have had some incredible leaders come through there, the best of the best. And it's been quite impressive. Tell us who this is. Oh, my God. Uh, this is the former president of the Republic of Ghana, President John Kufo. You know, interestingly, when we were about the business of setting up the Gottney Leadership Center, we went to visit him in Ghana to officially, you know, form a partnership with him and listen to his wisdom and on how we can, you know, introduce a political leadership development process in, in Ghana. And he was fantastic. I mean, he's been very supportive in that process. So, wow. Excellent. I, I, I mean, it was interesting, yes. The president of Ghana. Then tell me about these folks. Oh, my God. This is the only John Maxwell... You know, that, I mean, we just, um, sometime in November, I was um, all the way in London um, where we went, you know, to, in his exchange program. I mean, $17,500 to spend quality time with his team. I mean, from leaders came from all over the world. And very interestingly, the former prime minister of Britain, Tony yes. Blair, was yes. also present and it was a huge networking opportunity to share leadership opportunities and how leaders can grow. And I'm glad that, you know, all of these connections are, you know, adding value to the leadership center, to the Godly Leadership Center in Abuja at the moment. Yes. Oh my God, this is Brian Tracy. Yes, Brian Tracy. Just uh, just about two days ago, Brian Tracy was live. You know, we, we trained Development Bank of Nigeria it's one of the you know most interesting bands uh, in Nigeria, and their uh -huh. top manager, the CEO, and the rest of them. And Brand Tracy was live, you know, on my invitation to the leadership center as a faculty and a head of faculty to to inspire the audience and everything. But I went all the way to San Diego to spend time with Brand Tracy in November, and it was amazing. And today he's a faculty at the Godney Leadership Center. Oh, wow. So I'm in good company then. All right, great. <laughs> so you've had all these dignitaries and these great leaders come through, and then every now and then you descend and you hang out with somebody like this. <laughs> this is amazing. Now, let me let me ask you this, though. What, what, were, what were we talking about here? We were talking about leadership over the world. <laughs> we were talking about how we can network and, and build leadership capital for our continent. Yeah, we, we were, were talking about. Oh my God! Look at you! Where did you get all this? 
All right, one you last too much, man. One last photo down memory lane. This is just some of the other great people who we studied with there, oh, uh, who are all man. accomplishing some great things in different parts of the world. And that was one of the things that I loved about it. When we think about leadership systems, is the fact that that program had what was it, sixty of us, sixty-five of us, more than half came from other parts of the world. And so I love from 62? Yeah, so from all over the world. It was beautiful. But only two from Africa. Morocco. Yes. Morocco. Zainab from Morocco and myself. Yes. Yes, it was absolutely beautiful. So I love it. (laughs) The energy is something else. The energy is absolutely something else. So I, I definitely, I, I had to show those because when I when I saw those, you know, and I had to, I was looking at your page, looking at some of the people who come through the center. I, I wanted to show that just to say that not only are you building the best leaders in Africa, but you're pulling from people around the world to do that. And absolutely. so you are making sure that the people who are being trained in the Gottney Center and developed as leaders truly bring that international thought leadership with them. And so kudos to you. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and you know, um, the world is a global village. Mm-hmm. Distance is dead. Especially now in the time of COVID, right? Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, so if distance is dead, what it means is that our competition is no longer local. Yes. The competition is international. Anybody who wants to make a big difference must be global, must be a global leader in the mindset, in the total packaging of the personality, must be global. Must, there's a way that the person must drive leadership that will be more sustainable. And that is developing leadership systems in an individual's life to enable the individual to connect with the very best of what happens around the world. So how does an individual develop leadership systems in their life? First thing first, a great mentor of mine and um, somebody that I have a lot of great respect for, Dr. Mars Monroe, um, defined leadership as the ability to inspire, motivate, drive a group of people towards a particular direction via inspiration, not intimidation or manipulation. At the center of that definition, it means that for any individual to be able to create initiative, initiate something that can add value to the community or business or you know personal life that individual must have some high level of preparation and that preparation will be to generate huge level of influence and for that person to be able to do so there must be four leadership systems that uh, I designed uh, a couple of years ago four leadership systems and, and the first of the leadership system is the learning system. The learning system. Anybody who wants to make a difference globally must understand the concept of the learning system. So it's a deliberate, intentional uh, method where the individual decides to be a perpetual learner for life. A perpetual learner for life, what it means is that the individual becomes hungry for, for knowledge because leadership flows to the one who knows. When somebody knows it, the person leads. When somebody is knowledgeable about a subject matter and the person provides solutions, and once the person is hungry for knowledge, in pursuit of knowledge, the person always says, I know nothing. 
I, I just don't know. And I mean, and the person is always in every opportunity, he's getting books, he's reading, both virtually and physically. The individual is keeping libraries. The individual is learning through observation, through reflection. The individual is learning through the power of questions. When you, he meets somebody great, he shuts his mouth and asks the right questions. And at the end of the day, the individual is on the growth path because the individual is a learning person. Is his entire system is committed to learning. Imagine if those who lead corporate entities and corporate, you know, bodies and, and, mm -hmm. and political systems are so knowledgeable that they know what is right, they know what is wrong, they understand the dynamics, the way the world, what, what is the trend of things going on right now in their particular field of study, mm -hmm. what is the current leadership competencies that are needed to be able to make progress, and it is all in their fingertips. Yes. Imagine leaders understand that. That's the first leadership system, which is the learning system. All right, so the learning system. You gave us a lot there, and I love your phrase, leadership flows to the one who knows. Who knows, absolutely. I, I like that. That's very nice, very nice. You said something very interesting, that when someone meets a person of note, yes, that they should shut their mouth. Absolutely. And just listen. Yes, because there's a tendency that when people meet somebody important, somebody outstanding, there's a tendency for these individuals to want to showcase and talk about what they have accomplished. When you meet somebody who has gone ahead of you, why don't you shut your mouth and open your ears? Because <laughs> your, your, your ears must ring with the voices of the people. Every leader must yes. learn how to open the ears because, you know, the people must always speak. So what the leader would do is to sit, if you can I buy lunch, or could you spend more time? And even if it's five minutes, you're riding with him in a car or in a plane, you want to go into the question zone. You are asking the questions. How did you get this done? What is going on with this project? This and that. And at the end of the day, it's always an amazing opportunity. These guys always want to talk. Yes. They want to share. Yes. So why don't we just ask all the questions? Because if we keep asking the questions, we learn more and then we get better. Here's another reason why I honed in on what you said there. Remember when we were in class? This is remember. This is four years, five years ago. You may not yeah. remember this, but Dr. Heifetz, who we studied under, he yes. he kind of chastised our, our our class. Yes. He said, you know, you have all these experts that come together that we were trying to do exactly what you said. He says, some yeah. of you can't take yourself out of the role of expert long enough to become a learner. He said, <laughs> the faster you all can get out of expert mode while you're here at Harvard and just become a learner, immerse yourself in the experience, the better off you will be. Absolutely. And boy, Absolutely. that that made us all kind of sit back and zip it, right? Absolutely. <laughs> and then everybody is like, everybody is like, and and you know, I said I flew all the way from Africa from Nigeria. I remember you said that, yes. <laughs> I said I flew all the way from that, you know, to come and learn, to come and listen to the to you know to the authority. Yes. You know, teach me. You know, so my opinion is with me. But if I learn more from the authority figure, if I learn more from the expert, what it means is that I can add to what I already know, 
And at the end of the day, I can create my own local content version. <laughs> That's what it is. That's Excellent. basically what it is, you know. Let me tell you something. If leaders understand this, positional leaders understand this, what it means is that they will listen more, get good feedback, and then that will help them in executing their executive roles. And that's what we need. That was a good lesson yeah, for us all. That's what we need. Fantastic. Well, I've enjoyed talking to you, Linus. This is good memories and good advice. Hey, we've had a couple of folks join us. We've got David. Welcome, David. David has joined us from Nigeria. Happy to have you with us. And he said, Dr. Linus is simply phenomenal. So no doubt, one of those 300,000 people you've directly impacted has tuned in to listen and support you. And we also have Prince Princess Lily. Uh, she's watching from Africa. She says, always a pleasure listening to you too. Amazing blend. So much wealth of knowledge. Well, thank you, Prince Lily. So she must have been one of the folks that was in the session I did that day virtually yeah, for y'all. Absolutely. Absolutely, yes. All right. Excellent. Wonderful. Well, we want to thank Ivania from Colombia, Marianne from Switzerland, Kendall from Cincinnati, David from Nigeria, and Princess Lily, and all those other folks who've tuned in who haven't said hello yet. But I see the, the participant count. So excited to see all the folks who've tuned in with us. I'm talking to the amazing Linus Akori. He is one of the leading leadership coaches there in and leadership developers in Africa and founder of the Gotney Center. And what I'd like to do now is just to pause for a moment to acknowledge some people that help me do what I do. So first of all, let me tell you a little bit about the amazing people at Grand Heron International. The key to sustainable leadership lies in the ability to thrive during uncertainty, ambiguity, and change. Grand Heron International brings you to the Coaching Assistance Program, giving your employees on-demand coaching to manage through a challenging situation and arrive at a solution. Visit grandheroninternational.ca slash podcast to learn more. I appreciate them always renewing with me. And also during the month of September, I had other sponsors. American Express sponsored the Keep Leading Podcast. Microsoft, AT&T, Progressive, Walmart. And as always, I appreciate the support from the folks over at C-Suite Network. And specifically in this case, the C-Suite Radio Team. Together, we are turning the volume up on business. You're watching Keep Leading Live. You can catch this episode later on in your social media feeds after the live broadcast concludes, but you can also catch it on keepleadinglive.com. It will live there. And in November, this will get released as an audio-only episode. So stay tuned to keepleadingpodcast.com to be able to get the audio version of this later on. This podcast is sponsored by Eddie Turner, LLC. Organizations who need to accelerate the development of their leaders call Eddie Turner the Leadership Accelerator. Eddie works with leaders to accelerate performance and drive impact. Call Eddie Turner to help your leaders one-on-one -on -one as their coach or to inspire them as a group through the power of facilitation or a keynote address. Visit eddieturnerllc.com to learn more.
This is Havan Gurma. I'm a disability rights lawyer, author, and speaker. You're listening to the Keep Leading podcast with Eddie Turner. So I'm enjoying my conversation with the amazing Linus Okori. He's one of Africa's leading leadership coaches, the founder of the Gotney Leadership Institute, a speaker and an author. Before the break, you were sharing with us point number one about how we build leadership systems in ourselves. Yeah. First thing is, so the learning system, the second thing I'd like to share is the integrity system. The integrity system, right? Because you, you, you want to, as a leader, every word you speak now begin to matter. Yes. When you say it, you do it. When you organize your system whereby honesty, the ability to be trustworthy becomes part of your system, the ability to be able to stand up and ensure that you accomplish service integrity, you accomplish product integrity, you accomplish system integrity, a reliable system you know, around you such that your name is connected to reliability. So what it means is that when you offer a service, your service passes the integrity test. That's what it means. So when you build an integrity system as a, a leader, you begin to uh, create a name that counts. I know, I used to know some top executive who was chairman of a great company and then several other companies. He was, you know, he was chairing companies all over the place. How was that happening? Anybody who wanted to invest in Nigeria, they would uh, research, they want to find out the best names, you know, to bring on board to the companies. And most of the time, Mr. Gamaliel Nosodei um, was one of those that everybody wanted him on board in their companies. And they were paying him millions, millions of dollars in, in, in that sense, just, you know, being member, a chairman of board, mm-hmm. you know, with no share at all. Someone not owning, owning the share. You know, the person is, you know, being, being um, uh, supported with huge sums of money just because the person's name attracts quality people. Yes. The person's name is reliable. Yes. So as leaders who are making great impact, we must get to a point where um, people believe us and they are convinced by what we represent. Yeah. That is the quality of the system that we must build at every point in time. And ethics and the people believing in what we represent, it matters, especially now. We, we see it in different areas of the globe. And this is something that we also focus on and spend a lot of time studying, Linus. Can you tell me, when you think about what's happening as we see unfolding in the world, what's, what's been the biggest skill set outside of these two that you focused on bringing in to the people who you're impacting there at the Gottney Leadership Institute? So, uh, first thing, uh, the next thing is the vision system. Okay. The vision system. You know, truth of the matter is that in very challenging times, in times when, you know, people are forced to look at the reality of what is going on and they are scared, they are afraid, mm-hmm. they lose courage to pursue. If there is no other time than that, there's no other time than now then leaders will begin to have a sense of vision, great vision, where leaders can begin to think about what is not existing now 
mm-hmm. and are willing to create those things, looking beyond the now, looking beyond reality, looking, you know, creating things in their mindset, visionary mindset, a mindset that can capture the future. Uh, and because if a, if a man does not have a purpose of waking up, sleeping becomes interesting. <laughs> now, what, <laughs> what happened really is that vision has a way of driving progress. When somebody has a vision, the stretching game comes. The person begins to stretch. There's a keep at it factor. There's a push that comes with it. There's, there's, there's a strength that because you see something, what every other person is not seeing it. In times like this, all over the world, only those who can see beyond now, beyond today, beyond reality, who can look and say what could be, what could be possible. Do you know there's a gentleman called Hermote? Hermote in the Eastern Germany was given the opportunity by government to privatize 700 owned companies and was given 32 staff and was given the mandate to sell one or two per day. Eddie, when he succeeded, he was asked, how did he succeed? You know what he said? There what did are he no say? Models. There are no models. There are no models, mm-hmm. which means that every individual listening to me today can decide to see a vision nobody else has ever seen and believes in it and gets to the point where he puts all his energy or she puts all the energy into the pursuit of that vision and stretch the best that you can stretch with all the timelines, with all the clear values for realizing them, with all the specifications and pursue it. And at the end of the day, that dream comes alive. When that dream is accomplished, one, somebody, it means somebody has brought an invention to the world. It means somebody has brought a solution to the world. It means somebody has brought a service that has solved a problem in the world. It means that the person has stayed in his room and stayed the course of, of the growth process and grew in mind and grew in creating a product that has become innovative, that has solved some problem. And then at the end of the day, people are excited. You know what that means? Yes. What it means is that leaders are visionaries. I love the idea that he said he was successful because there was no framework, no model in front of him. So he had to be a visionary and create it himself. So what if someone is lacking in vision and they don't know where to start, Linus? What would you recommend? What I recommend basically is that, you know, people must begin to allow their minds to take away fear. Fear must go. That's why mind leadership is important. Mind leadership, where the individual begins to lead from the mind. Mind leadership is a deliberate effort where decisions, because you talk to, we talk to ourselves on a daily basis, and there are things that will scare us to that, that penetrate into our mindset. Anxiety, the fear of the unknown, uncertainty, all of those things will, can cause us not to think beyond our noses. Yes. And so what happens usually is that we begin to think about all the bad things that could happen to us, mm-hmm. how the world has gone bad. And a lot of us get into depression. A lot of us get into a state of inaction. 
and a lot of us are lost completely. Some even commit suicide in that state. So what it means is that we get into a game of mind security. Mind security where the leader decides to secure what comes in and only what he or she permits that comes in. Anything that can bring value in the belief system that everything is going to be fine is shut out. And everything that encourages, you know, the future is bright. Wow, I can do something. And then once you get to the state where I can create something that the world will value, what happens is that there's a sense of urgency in that creation that happens to us. We begin to look at the possibilities of what can be, what could happen, what could we make happen. We begin to look at the solutions that we can bring to the world. Once we start thinking solution, that we are solutions despite COVID-19, we can create something that can help someone somewhere. Somebody has a need somewhere. I want to be the solution. Once leaders begin to think that way, it begins to fulfill Simon Sinek's concept that leaders eat last. Leaders eat last. At every point in time, it's not about us. Every leader thinks it's not about me. It's about society. It's about the common good. It's about community. How can I, despite the fact that I'm hurting, how can I help myself not to hurt to be able to, because I need to meet some other people's needs. I need to create something that the world needs now. Yeah? So that is the point I'm trying to make. So leaders go beyond themselves and think of what is not currently existing and create a system where they will be in a vision mood consistently and generating ideas. Ideas begin to drop in. When those ideas begin to drop in, the leaders begin to expand those ideas in research and they begin to create a process where at the end of the day, they are already bringing something different to the world. In two, three, four months, five months down the line, they have built a new company. They have created a new social enterprise. They have created, you know, some mm -hmm. um, interventions that is just meeting somebody's need. That is what vision is literally about. A vision system for any leader is a must. Very good. So to get there, I love what you said, that we have to get rid of fear because Absolutely. fear and creativity cannot exist. And then they Correct. cut out our vision. So Correct. excellent. Mayomi has joined us. Thank you, Mayomi, for joining. He says, you have an excellent personality. And <laughs> David says that everything that can't bring value, we shut out. Every leader thinks about the society and the common good. And finally, he says, leaders go beyond themselves and create systems. There was a Luigi Joe on all three of those. So excellent. Fantastic. All right. So really good feedback from those who are listening to us. You've shared three really good tips with us. The final leadership system I'd like to share. Go right ahead. Close us the out. The last leadership system is, is called the execution system. Okay. The execution system. You know, Michael Roberts or Mike Roberts, you know, Mike Roberts um, wrote a book um, titled um, Action Has No Season. Um, the concept of developing an action mentality whereby every leader must be in the center of proactive engagement. So the leader is an executor. So you have an idea right now. That idea is thought through, solutions created, 
executed. So when, when leaders learn how to get things done, I think about it, it is a good idea, I execute. Yes. A lot of people talk too much. There's plenty talk. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. I remember one young man who came to my conference a couple of years ago. He brought an idea to me and he said, this is my vision. I want to get this done. I looked at the idea. Great plan. And I said, let's make it happen. Go and execute it. Next year, he comes back to my conference with the same plan. He hasn't done anything about it. He hasn't taken the first step. And I just said to him, you are wasting my time. The world is moving at a faster rate. There is what is called race of nations. There is everybody is racing to become. The process of becoming is getting exciting. People want to accomplish great things. And so if you have an idea and you say, I'm waiting, I'm waiting, somebody else somewhere in the world is going to pick that idea from somewhere and execute it. Don't wake up tomorrow and say, that's my idea. Do you get what I'm saying? Yes. Because time waits for nobody. You must develop leaders, political leaders, globally, must think in the concept of what can I do to get my people out of poverty? What can I do to create wealth for my people? Yes. What can I do? What can I do? And it is the concept of what can I do? Done. 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 And as you're moving and getting things done, you know what happens? Action is associated with leadership. Proactivity is associated with leadership. When you have a natural mentality within a company, within a business, it becomes an actual mentality culture resident in that business. It becomes the behavior of the organization. The business will begin to breathe. The business will begin to move. Things will begin to happen because everyone is thinking about how can we connect with activity that is targeted on accomplishing something that is important. Busyness is not taking action. It is possible to be busy going all over the place, but no action has taken place. Very and once we understand that leadership is associated with taking action. And when, when leaders take action, things happen. So now summarize that list for us just one more time briefly. So the list is, number one, is a learning system. Mm -hmm. Number two is an integrity system. Number three is a vision system. And number four is execution system. And this is how to live. It is, if you want to live as a leader, you really have to live, which is create a learning system, an integrity system, vision system, and then execution system. I love it. That's it. For every, if you do that for a personal life, it will create leaders within your own business or family or whatever. Now, Linus, your passion, your intellect shine through. And that was one of the things that endeared you to everybody at our Harvard program and, and why you clearly stood out. So I'm excited to get that passion and that intellect here on the Keep Leading live program and share it with our audience around the world. Thank you for being a guest today on Keep Leading Live. 
Where can my listeners learn more about you? Absolutely. So um, you can go to my Instagram you know, page and, and just follow me at underscore Linus Okore. That's it. Underscore Linus Okore. Go to Twitter. Follow me on Twitter. You know, send, you know, at Linus Okore one, you know, specifically. Go on Facebook. Follow me on Facebook. And, and, and on LinkedIn, it's also Linus Okore. You know, that's literally, you know, and then you can also visit our website, www.gotney.africa. Excellent. africa. Excellent. I will put that into the show notes when we release the audio only episode and then people will be able to follow you there. Lisa has stayed with us the entire time. She says she loved this. Thank you both. Lisa, thank you for sticking in there with us. We appreciate thank you. We had a truly international audience today, so we appreciate everyone who joined us from Nigeria, from Colombia, and we had Switzerland. Uh, just an amazing audience today. Linus, thank you for being here and helping us to understand how we build leadership systems in ourselves. Thank you so much, my brother. And it's been fun. I look forward to uh, get see you at the faculty soon. I will see you soon. And that does it for this episode, everyone. I'm Eddie Turner, the Leadership Accelerator, reminding you that leadership is not about our position. It's not about our title. Leadership is about action. Leadership is about activity. As Linus reminded us, we must be busy, but not just busy, we must execute. Leadership is also something that's progressive. It's not the case of being, once we're a leader, we're always a leader. We must consistently work hard to allow leadership to emanate from our core. So, whatever you're doing, always keep leading. Thank you for listening to your host, Eddie Turner, on the Keep Leading Podcast. Please remember to subscribe to the Keep Leading Podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen. For more information about Eddie Turner's work, please visit eddieturnerllc.com. Thank you for listening to C-Suite Radio, turning the volume up on business. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.